What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Bridging Geekdoms. I'm your host, Robert Slavinsky. And uh, today we got some stuff to talk about. We got, uh, let's see, some big MCU, new, MCU news once again, which is absolutely crazy. I didn't think that we'll be getting any more news leading up to Spider-Man No Way Home, but we did nonetheless. Uh, we got some news when it comes to the Snyderverse. And I also want to talk about some of the big movies and big, not just movies, but TV shows, video games, everything that's coming out in the month of December. This appears to be the biggest month of the year when it comes to just releases. And it's absolutely maddening. Not only do we have Christmas, but we got so much more to look forward to in December. We're already six days in and things are just getting started. I can't wait to see what is going to come and how everything plays out this December. But with all that said, Let's start the show. As always, welcome to Bridging the Geekdoms. What have I watched lately? Well, honestly, lately my fiance and I have been watching uh, a show that is now canceled. It was on the air a few years back, but we're watching Under the Dome. I never watched it before. I've actually heard that it doesn't give you a satisfying ending because it is it did get canceled. So I'm not looking forward to that, but uh, the first season I thought was pretty good, and I thought it was leading somewhere that could be really interesting, especially when you kind of mix Stephen King and Steven Spielberg together, which is sort of what this show was. It, it, it excited me. I really thought it was going to go somewhere cool, but it really is starting to look like it's not going anywhere. Season two was pretty, pretty bad. And we just started season three the other night, not looking forward to how this show doesn't end or ends or whatever, what have you, but I, I'm not looking forward to it at all. I kind of, um regretting continuing the series at this point but that's what's been going on with me please if you do watch this you know live or after the fact let me know down in the comments what you've been watching lately what you've been excited for and what you want to talk about all right moving on we're going to talk about hawkeye episode three and i'm going to give you my reaction to episode three because episodes one and two i thought were done really well and there was a lot of negativity surrounding that show which i have no idea why there was so much negativity because it was a lot of fun i really really enjoyed the first two episodes of hawkeye episode three just took it to another level and and i i don't know if it's maybe it's because i've watched so much tv in my life which i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but because i've watched so much tv in my life i understand how television shows work how you kind of have to build up you can't just have everything all at one time you have to build the characters you have to set up the world that they're living in at that point in time to then further explain what the main idea and concept of the story is going to be and every single marvel show has done that really well within the first couple episodes. WandaVision, I loved. I loved the first two episodes, really the first three episodes of WandaVision. I really, really enjoyed. But that show fell off, whereas most of the other shows in the MCU, they've taken off at that point and they've just gone on some wild and crazy rides. And that's where I think this episode, or that's where I think episode three starts, or what it starts doing is starts going in that crazy, crazy direction. Uh, I, I loved it. I thought it was the the backstory of Echo in the beginning was beautiful in a way, and I know that that is a very important type of character to show in a series like this to show a a deaf person, um, a mute even, and showing. I mean, I don't know if she's technically mute, but she's usually usually sign language to communicate completely. 
But to utilize a character like this and have a character like this in the superhero genre, which is actually absolutely huge right now, and give that representation, I know people are loving that. And it is a great way to to show this character and introduce this character. And the fact that she's going to have her own show, the fact that we're going to get more from her, that is really exciting. I really like the character. I really feel that Haley Steinfeld's character, Kate Bishop, really grew in this episode. I think you start to understand that she's just a she's still just a kid who yes she is cocky but she has a lot of skill and she has to learn how to control that cockiness to control that skill to be successful at what she wants to do and who she is and hawkeye clint barnes is going to be the one to do that and help guide her and that's what the first two episodes were setting up is like look you have this girl who has all the skill in the world but is just clumsy who is too full of herself who is too cocky but then you have clint barnes who's like you got to chill out, you know, to take, take a step back. And again, we started to see that in this episode here. Fantastic episode. Uh, I, I cannot wait for this week's show. Uh, I, I know that there's potentially a big reveal that's going to be in this coming episode and everybody's looking forward to it and they want to see who it is. And, you know, the, uh, the, the big white elephant in the room, uh, which is Wilson Fisk played by Vincent Donafari, Donafaria, Donafaria, whatever his name, Vincent, Deanna Faria for you, whatever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's going to be in it or that's the speculation, at least pretty, uh, pretty sure that's going to be what happens, but let me know down in the comments below what you think of Hawkeye so far. We're three episodes in, we got three more episodes left again. I've, I've enjoyed it thus far. I think that they're, they're taking a very grounded approach to the MCU, and that's what I like to see. It's not always about the big spectacle. It's not always about the multiverse. It's not about different dimensions. It's not about big space aliens. No, sometimes it can just be about a man who shoots a bow and arrow, and you can still have a very, very interesting story to tell with that. And that's what we're getting right here. I love the little... Uh, kind of like the PTSD things that he's having when it comes to Black Widow, to, to, to Nat. I, I like that. I like how he's struggling with what he's been through. And I love the relationship between he and his wife because she supports him in almost anything and everything he has to do. And that's just a beautiful thing to see that, to see that somebody who has done the, st the type of stuff that he's had to do to be and live the life that he's had to live. Yet she still is there supporting him and understanding and knows that he wants to be with his family, but there's something that is important that he has to get done. And I, and I love that. I love that about the show. I love what they're doing with it. All right. Moving on. Feige confirms Charlie Cox in the MCU which was huge. This is a huge bit of information that just came out the other day. Uh, Kevin Feige was sitting with Amy Pascal from Sony. They were having an interview talking. I, I'm not hundred percent sure who was with maybe a Hollywood reporter. And they asked about daredevil and, and he stated, he said, look, if daredevil is going to be in the MCU, it will be Charlie Cox. And I mean, in so many words, it's not exactly what he said, but that is essentially what's going on charlie cox is his man to play daredevil or matt murdoch in the mcu and then he goes and you know it's to be seen when or how that will happen guys 
if you're watching, if you know, this was all a setup. This was all planned for No Way Home. The way Amy Pascal laughs while he's saying this, and if you can watch the video, I can't, I, I had the video found. I should have bookmarked it. I can't find it since I got home. But the thing about it is she, he's sitting there and, oh, when or how this will come about? And she giggles because she knows, Amy Pascal knows he's going to pop up spoilers, rumors, whatever you want to call this in Spider-Man No Way Home. This is what this is all about. They were promoting Spider-Man No Way Home and he's going to obviously give us a little bit to chew on because he knows the fans want something. He knows that the fans have been wanting Charlie Cox to come back as Daredevil. Now, the big question is, is this going to be the Daredevil from the Netflix series? Is it going to be the same Daredevil that we saw over the course of three seasons played very dark and gritty like we did in on Netflix? I don't think that's going to be the case. I think this is going to be a variant of Matt Murdock. A variant of Daredevil, just like Wilson Fisk will be a variant. It will not be the same Wilson Fisk from the Daredevil show, and this will not be the same Matt Murdock from the Daredevil show. But they're played by the same characters. And I am excited because I think it's going to open up a door to exploring these, these individual characters much more than Netflix ever could because it's going to give us the opportunity to interact with so many different types of characters that they didn't have the ability or access to on netflix and obviously with them opening up the multiverse and now there's going to be an explanation that there's all these different multiverses it's going to be easy enough to explain that what we watched on netflix was a completely different universe where the events of new york still happened in 2012 but their future is different than the future we're seeing now and i don't know why my service is acting up so i do apologize for that. That's a little disappointing that this is happening today of all days. Last week it went fine. But let me know in the comments below what your thoughts are on this whole thing with Charlie Cox coming back to the MCU. Do you think it's going to be in No Way Home? Uh, what do you think? Do you think this is all planned? Do you think it was a, a whole thing that, hey, let's uh, do you think Foggy was like, look, we're going to show, we're going to talk about this now to get people excited. So when it pop, when he pops up in no way home, fans are like, ah, that's what he was talking about. I also think it has to do with Wilson Fisk, possibly played by Vincent Donofario popping up on Hawkeye this week. I think it, uh, you know, it, it definitely is going to, it, it, it's all connected. Foggy is not, he's not somebody that's not going to, um, you know, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. And sorry if I'm a little flustered here today, but all right. I'm kind of going through this stuff a little faster than I wanted to. But the next thing I want to do, and I want to start doing this every live show. I wanted to kind of a little update every live show that I have. Because despite the fact that this movie came out almost a year ago at this point, despite the fact that it was a long fight and battle to get to that point for this movie to come out. There's still so much more that is being fought for at this point in time. So this is going to be the first and hopefully not a too long, but possibly a long uh, little segment that we're going to be doing on every show.
There it is, guys. This is going to be a long-running, well, hopefully not too long-running, segment where we're going to give you updates on Restore the Snyderverse. What is going on with Restore the Snyderverse right now? And I do kind of want to talk about some news that kind of just broke today. Variety put out a top list of top movies that have come out in 2021. Not just movies, but but television series, short series, miniseries, that kind of stuff. Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League made it to number eight on this list. And as I tweeted out, not 10 minutes ago, not 20 minutes ago, it's not too shabby for a movie that never existed, for a movie that would never see the light of day. That is not too shabby to make it number eight on a top list for coming out for movies and TV series and everything like that for 2021. That is absolutely amazing. This movie, people don't understand the significance. People look at it as, oh, fans just petitioned. They got a director's cut of a movie to just come out. There's still people out there who don't understand the significance of this film being released. And not only do they not understand the significance of that, but what they don't understand is that it could and could still potentially lead to so much more than just that one movie. Despite the fact that there are so many divisive ideas and comments and, and everything made about what Slater was creating, this movie here has proven by breaking all these records across the world by what was it? 34.5 billion impressions through social media. This movie, this movement made an impact unlike any other when it comes to Hollywood, when it comes to movies, anything, this is not like anything ever before. And we are, seeing something that is rather amazing. Not just, I, I, I don't know how to put it any more than that. This is something that has been fantastic. So happy that I've been part of it for as long as I have. I wish I would have jumped in earlier just to experience so much of what everybody else experienced, but to be part of this movement, to be part of this fandom has been great. Don't allow those who are, I hate using this word anymore, but toxic. Don't let those who are toxic ruin this fandom for you. We got to move forward and continue being strong. Stay passionate. Stay excited. That's that's my big thing. Stay united. I say those three things every time I talk about the Snyderverse because that is what won us the day before. Passion, excitement, united. If we could do that again, so many great things could happen and we could see a continuation of the Snyderverse. Last week, we talked about the Vero posts that Zach had shared with the Omnibus of Final Crisis, uh, the, even the, the Clapper board. Just stay excited, guys. Look, you know, there's going to be people out there who say, oh, this or that, this or that. He said thankful. He said thankful for a specific reason on that post on Vero on Thanksgiving. And remember, he's somebody who likes to be a little cryptic. He doesn't like everything to be right up front. Yes, he's thankful for his family on Thanksgiving and his friends and everything that he has. But there is another meaning to that thankful. So I think people need to 
maybe pay a little more attention uh, or try and grasp a little bit better what he's been trying to say on social media, because I think some, some big things, some big things have already started to happen and it's only a matter of time when discovery finally takes over the merger happens and everything else comes together. It's only a matter of time until everything falls into place. And I, for one, cannot wait and i'm so excited about that uh for sure now besides that i mean i unfortunately there's nothing that i can say but i am truly truly excited about restore the snyderverse uh the other day my hope got reinvigorated uh, about everything i had been questioning the validity of what a lot of people were saying. I've been questioning if this is a movement that, you know, we really should be focusing on still Uh, not because I didn't think that we would be getting it, but I felt that there was already plans in motion that would be going one direction. But after the other day, I am feeling more confident and more excited than ever before. So let's see, let's see where this takes us. Let's see where it takes us. Uh, let's see here. I want to do this. Hopefully this helps. Apologies for my, my, um, my connection. I'm not sure what's going on there. All right. So let's just jump into the meat and potatoes of this, this episode here. Again, that segment where the Snyderverse update, we're going to be doing that every live episode. I'll make sure I have maybe some little tidbits here and there that I can kind of throw out to you. But what I want to do here is talk about December releases and what are you excited for? So we got some big releases coming out in December. And the first one I actually want to talk about is uh, something that I've been really excited for for quite some time. And that is Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite comes out on December 8th. That is two days, less than two days away at this point. The reviews are out today. The reviews, the scores, they have all come out. If you're somebody who's excited about this, uh, this game, you may want to stay off of the internet. You may get spoiled. I was nearly spoiled today as I was reading some things and and going through some of the reviews. I almost got spoiled on something, uh, but I stayed back. Uh, be careful on YouTube. YouTube is probably the worst right now. I saw a video that said every character insert character cut scene in halo infinite i was like are you serious like this is up this is ridiculous but here are the scores and i tell you what this makes me more excited than anything else now hidden xperia he's the guy that i watch and listen to the most when it comes to halo i've been really trying to get him on my show i'm hoping that i can get him on here i wanted to get him on before the release of halo but Maybe after Christmas, after the new year, I, I'm still trying to, to reach him. I've sent him some chat messages. So if anybody here knows him or talks to him, tell him to reach out to me because I'd love to talk to him about getting him on the show to talk about Halo. But these reviews are incredible. Now, obviously, anything that's Microsoft or Windows based, you know, Windows Central, five out of five, obviously. VG247, five out of five. GamesBeat, five out of five. Xbox Era, 10 out of 10. Washington Post, 95 out of 100. Survivor, 9.5 out of 10. Game Informer, 9.3. IGN, 9. GameSpot, 9. Games Radar, plus 4.5 out of 5. This 
is incredible and exciting. This is an exciting time to be a Halo fan. Uh, there was a time when, you know, when Halo 5 came out, man, that was tough. That was a tough time. I, I wanted to like that game. I actually recently went back through and played it again. It, it is not a good game. There are so many issues with that game narratively and even to the point where it's just not fun. It's just not a fun game to play. I'm a big, big fan of the campaign. I'll dabble in the multiplayer nowadays. Multi I, look, I'm 35 years old. I'm not playing multiplayer to be competitive at this point. Now, 15, 20 years ago when the first and the second Halos were out and third Halo was out, absolutely. I was trying to be competitive and, and have as much fun as I could with those games when it came to multiplayer. But th that's not what I'm about now. I'm more about the story. And the last two Halo games were just rough. They were rough. Let me tell you, they were just, whew, whew, man, they were bad. But Halo Infinite coming out in just a couple days. I cannot wait for that. Now, the next thing out is West Side Story. And I'm bringing this up. The reason why I'm bringing up West Side Story is because I am a fan of musicals. I really do enjoy musicals. And, uh, you know, we just had Tick, Tick, Boom. I have yet to watch that. I haven't had time to watch Tick, Tick, Boom. But West Side Story is a classic. And the fact that you have Steven Spielberg remaking such an, a beloved classic is absolutely incredible. Uh, let's see here. And honestly, uh, I, I, I'm probably going to check it out. I'm hoping it's going to be good. I hope it's it's good. I've heard some pretty good things. But that comes out just in about, a, what, four days. So that's this Friday. It comes out. So make sure you check out West Side Story. This one here also comes out Friday. And it actually is coming out on, I believe, Amazon, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let's see real quick. Being the Ricardos. I believe this actually comes out on Amazon. Yeah. So if you take a look here, Being the Ricardos actually comes out on Prime, Amazon, Distributor, Amazon Studios. This, now I'm a huge Aaron Sorkin fan. Aaron Sorkin has done some pretty cool, amazing work, uh, such as, um, um, what's it called? Molly's game, the West wing, the newsroom, which the newsroom, ugh, I wish that would not have been canceled. That, that was such an amazing, amazing show. That was just phenomenal. But being the Ricardos is about Lucille ball and in typical Aaron Sorkin fashion, it's going to be taking place over one day recording the Lu I love Lucy between Lucille Ball and Ricky Ricardo. Obviously, if you know, they were married in real life, but they also had their their issues. And this is what's going, This that's what this movie's about. One day of filming between the two of them and how things are going. I honestly cannot wait for that movie. I think it's going to be pretty incredible. I am a huge, huge fan of Aaron Sorkin. You got Nicole Kidman. Um, the, the, the cast is amazing in that. 100%. It's a little odd seeing Nicole Kidman as Lucille Ball, but we'll see how it works. Now, the next one is Spider-Man No Way Home. I don't know if you guys have heard of this movie. Uh, it's due to come out, I believe it's December 17th. Yeah, December 17th. Uh, but this movie is coming out. And yeah, um, I mean, there's not much to say about that. This movie is going to be exciting. This movie is going to be fun. Uh, obviously, everybody knows it's coming out. It has broken box office records at this point already. It has crashed movie ticket sites and has done so much. I cannot wait for this movie. Uh, 
but yeah, let me know your thoughts down in the comments so far. What it is you're waiting or you can't wait to see or what you're looking for. Uh, this next one. Now, this next one that I'm going to talk about here. Yeah, I, I, The Witcher season two. Come on, guys. Come on. Witcher season two. Henry Cavill, Anya Charlerot, Frey Allen, Joey Batty. This, so for, first off, the first season, which came out, what, two years ago, this, I think two years ago, this January. It's crazy that it's been so long. But that first season was phenomenal. It had its issues. It definitely had its issues. It was not, you know, great. It was slow at times, but it was phenomenal in the fact that it was, it was done so well. It was done so well. So I can't wait for that. The next thing, which, oops, I'm really excited for, is The Matrix Resurrections. Just got another trailer today. Looks fantastic. I do have some worries about that, though, uh, because I'm kind of worried that they're going to take Trinity and kind of make her the one and utilize this whole woke current woke culture that is out there to try and pull in a new audience to the franchise. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm hoping that's not what happens, but the trailer that came out today kind of insinuates that. And I'm not too excited uh, because it would negate the entirety of the first trilogy. And while the first trilogy has its problems, that first movie is phenomenal. The second movie, less phenomenal. The third movie, trash. But you don't want to negate that whole story arc just to say, oh, look, men suck, women are great. Uh, because that's that's counterintuitive, that's counterproductive, counterproductive of what we should be doing in this world. You know, and, and that's what I'm afraid of. That is truly, truly what I'm afraid of. Uh, the next one up is Sing 2. That comes out on 1222. Sing 2. I enjoyed the first one. Uh, it's just another animated movie if you have some kids. Again, I, I don't know. I mean, I threw this up here just because I enjoyed the first one enough. The same day as Matrix Resurrections. And Sing 2 is The King's Man, which is the prequel to the Kingsman series. Matthew Vaughn is at the helm again. Uh, he's really digging his toes and fingers into this, this franchise and squeezing out as much as he can. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm not too excited about it. It could be fun, but who knows? Who knows? Uh, then on the 29th, we've got The Book of Boba Fett, which, like I said, there's not much hype out for this. There's not a lot of hype. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, I, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's Star Wars. We've had a, we haven't had Star Wars stuff since what January of last year, that live action at least, when the Mandalorian ended. So I'm looking forward to it, but I tell you what, like it's I don't know, there's just something about it that I, maybe when I watch it, I'll be more excited and I'll really get into it. But I, there's just not enough hype around it. I don't know if maybe Spider Man is sucking all the juice out of it. There just isn't a lot of hype, but let me know what you guys think of this. Uh, definitely let me know in the comments what you guys are hoping to see or thinking when it comes to the Book of Boba Fett. Finally, on December 31st, we got Cobra Kai Season 4, which this series, when it came out four or five years ago, was a shock. Shock to me, shock to everybody on how fun and good it was. This was rebooting slash continuing a franchise done right. Uh, we saw back in 2016... You know, when they reboot, they started rebooting stuff. Actually, about 10 years ago, they started rebooting things. Things like um, the Ghostbusters, they tried to reboot. 
failed miserably, but Cobra Kai was done right. And I give them a lot of credit for what they did and were able to do with that show. Uh, and they continue to do. So that's going to be out on Netflix on New Year's Eve. So definitely check that out. Uh, something to ring in the new year with. But yeah, guys, that's that's about all I got. I, I, I don't have much to talk about today. And uh, it was kind of a slow week in news. I kind of wanted to, to do a little more, but... You know, this is this is just the way the cookie crumbles. And when I don't have a co-host with me, which is unfortunate, I tried to find somebody to jump on with me today, but I just couldn't get anybody. Nobody wanted to uh, join me or just couldn't. They were busy. I don't know why. It's kind of upsetting. Oh, well. But let me know in the comments below what you think of all this. What is you? What are you most excited for when it comes to the releases coming out in December? We got so much that I just went over. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is probably at the top of everybody's list, but what else is there that's coming out this month that maybe you didn't know about and now you are excited about, or maybe you've just been excited about and you want other people to get excited about it as well. So put that in the comments before, below. Make sure you hit that like button, hit subscribe, all that jazz to, to get more from me and bringing the geekdoms. Uh, make sure you head over to spoilerverse.com. Spoilerverse.com is our network. Uh, that is the hub for bridging the geekdoms and so much more spoiler country and a lot of other shows over there that are just doing some great things. But yeah, guys, I guess that's about it. Just a 30 minute show today, but that's okay. That's okay. Sometimes, sometimes shorter is better, right? Uh, at least that's what I've been told. And uh, yeah, sometimes shorter can be better, right? Yeah. We're just going to, we're just going to go with that there, but all right, guys, uh, with all that said, thank you. Thank you so much for watching. And I will talk at all of you later. Thank you.